All right, so this is the first episode of the Squiggly Cactus Show. Uh, this is going to be my personal podcast. Um, so just to give you a rundown on this first episode, it's going to be kind of short, sweet, to the point, and just an introduction of myself and uh, what I do and what this podcast is going to be. Um, first and foremost, uh, this podcast is just going to be just about life, really. We'll discuss certain topics um, from football, mostly college football, and then when basketball season comes around, we'll do college basketball. Um, and then I'll have guests that talk about doing leather work because that's what I'm in the business of. Um, so if this some, seems like something you'd really like, you know, please join in um, and follow along. Um, I really have no idea what I'm doing. So here we go. You know, this is that's what they say. So uh, to get us started, you know, um, this is being recorded on 8, uh, 10 13. This is Thursday, October 13th. Um, so, you know, this weekend we got some big games coming up. We got Penn State, Michigan, which I think is going to be a really good game. Um, you know, I, Michigan hasn't played a, a super tough schedule um, by any means. Um, and Penn State's Penn State. You know, if you uh, if you don't play Penn State like they're Penn State, you're going to get beat. And then we move on to Auburn, Ole Miss, both pretty good teams. You know, Ole Miss is undefeated. Auburn's three and three. Um, I think Ole Miss wins this. And then we move on to the in the other ten o'clock game. It's going to be uh, Kansas, Oklahoma, Kansas being number 19, um, Oklahoma being, you know, three and three, coming off a disappointing loss last weekend. Um, I think Dylan Gabriel is going to be back in the lineup this week. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, I wish Kansas had their starting quarterback, Daniels, but, you know, what are you going to do? Last week, the, you know, the backup comes in. You got Bean, uh, he starts out as a receiver. He, he threw some pretty good balls. Uh, he had a little bit of trouble um, late in the fourth quarter trying to get a drive going against TCU. Ended up falling short, but TCU is is a good team. Um, and then on ABC at 10 a.m., you got Iowa State, Texas. Uh, Texas is legit, and uh, being a Kansas fan, that kind of hurts to say. But, uh, you know, Texas is what they are. Um, Quinn Ewers, you know, he, he's as advertised. Um, I think if Quinn Ewers doesn't get hurt in the Alabama game, we got Texas being number one because I don't think they lose. Um, but you know, here, here we are, and then we got on the on the Big Ten Network, we got uh, Minnesota versus twenty four Illinois. Again, this is kind of a complicated matchup. You know, um, is Illinois really that good? Is their schedule just not been real complicated yet? And Minnesota, you know, you mess around against Minnesota, you're going to get beat. Um, that's just that's just fact. Uh, I think this is going to be a really good matchup. I think Illinois wins this, um, but I, I, you know, Minnesota in a lot of uh, preseason rankings was a uh, pick to win the Big Ten or compete in the Big Ten. So, you know, don't count out Minnesota just yet. Um, Illinois has DeVito uh, transfer from Syracuse last year, um, and he, he's he's pretty good in the pocket. He's a good pocket passer. He is. He's a good presence back there. Um, and then moving on to the afternoon games, got Vanderbilt, Georgia. You know Vanderbilt's been struggling, but they're kind of on the come up again. I think they're 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 heading the right direction. They can't be any worse than they were, um, to say the absolute least. Um, but Georgia is just Georgia. Um, I, I think Georgia wins this. Um, you know the the spread has it pretty bad. It says Georgia's favored in uh, thirty eight points. So I don't know if it's going to be that much of a blowout, but you get tickets for fifty six dollars if anybody's interested. Um, and in the big game, I think the game of the week, the biggest game, um, we got two big games right here, but, uh, Alabama, Tennessee, number three versus number six 
It's in Knoxville. Um, I'll be real honest with you. I think Tennessee wins this. And uh, Tennessee's just been playing good. Hooker's a, their quarterback, uh, Hooker, is just absolutely insane. Um, you know, Alabama, who are they going to start this week? Who knows? Um, their second string came in last week. He looked pretty decent at times and then looked kind of bad at times, too. Um, obviously, if they have Bryce Young in there, they're a whole different team. Bryce is just poised and he knows what to do at the right time. I think that in all honesty, Tennessee just wins this game either no matter which quarterback they play. But if, if uh, Bryce Young doesn't start the game out, I think Tennessee might walk away with it. And then another good game is going to be Oklahoma State versus TCU, both undefeated. Oklahoma State number eight, TCU's number 13. Um, this right here is kind of a toss-up to me. You know, you're dealing with the Big 12. It's never going to be a low-scoring game. Um, it's at TCU. Um, the Big 12 fan bases are, are really crazy. Um, home, it's hard to win on the road. Home games are, you know, really tough uh, to lose. I think that TCU probably wins this, but I think um, I think the winner of this probably wins the the Big Twelve. Um, I hope that TCU wins this because they just beat Kansas last week, and like I said, uh, I'm a Kansas fan, so I hope that uh, Kansas stays with it. And uh, TCU beating Oklahoma State would definitely help them help them look good. Uh, the line is TCU negative four um, to win by four. So I think it's going to be – I think everybody knows it's going to be a close game. Um, but I, I, like I said, I think TCU wins this. And then another good game is going to be 15 NC State versus 18 Syracuse. NC State, I've only watched one game that they've had. It was against Texas Tech. Um, and they played a pretty good game. Tech played a decent game there too. It was, it, it was at uh, NC State. But – you know, if that game's played in Lubbock, Tech probably wins that 100 times out of 100. Um, Syracuse, decent team. You know, um, they're 5-0. and You can you can say, you know, who have they played or whatever, whatever it may be. Um, but I, I really, truly think that this is going to be a close game. Um, the line has um, Syracuse as three-and-a-half-point favorites. I think that's, that's a pretty good line. Because um, I think it's going to be a close game. I don't think it's going to be, be a very high-scoring game. Over-unders, 42. Uh, I think that's that's probably about right. Um, that's probably pretty close to being right. I really don't know anything about Syracuse, though. Um, I think that they yeah, – I didn't think they'd have, they had – they played Wagner, Virginia, Purdue, UConn, Louisville. So just haven't really had – I didn't think they had played any good or tough games yet. But uh, Then we moved to James Madison um and george southern james madison's kind of surprising some people they moved up in competition this year to uh fbs i believe from fcs um and they've looked pretty dang good five and oh ranked for 25 in the country you know what can i say uh i'm a nebraska fan as well been a long time nebraska fan and and i've been a kansas basketball fan and you know i just made the switch to uh kind of bandwagon over on kansas this year but, uh, you know, I see a post today that said James Madison's been in the FBS for five games and is ranked, and Nebraska hasn't been ranked in three years. Um, that's sad, but it's a fact. So um, I think James Madison blows out Georgia Southern, though. Um, spread says 12-point favorite for James Madison. That's probably about right. Um, later on in the evening, we have Clemson, Florida State. Clemson's number four. I had a conversation with the guy the other day. This game is being played in Tallahassee. Tallahassee is a hard place to play. Um, good fan base. And the weather's terrible. It's just hot, humid, soggy. You know, nobody wants to play it. Nobody wants to go on the road to Florida State. 
I could see Florida State beating Clemson here. But um, if I had to say I'm going Clemson, I just think that Clemson's a good team. They're not a great team. They're beatable. But if you don't go in there and play a good game against Clemson, they'll run away with it. Um, DJ's look pretty good for most of the year. Um, he has a couple – there's been a couple plays that you kind of questioned his, his uh, intention of, with the ball. But I think he's pretty good. Just uh, whoever wins the turtle battle is probably going to win the game here. Um, Clemson's defense, you know, has, hasn't been too terrible. Florida State's had some close games. Um, but that's just all you can ask for. You know, they, they lost to NC State and Wake Forest, two ranked teams. Um, they beat LSU. They beat Louisville, Boston College. I mean, there's not a lot more you can really ask for from them. But um, so I, I picked Clemson in that one. And then at 530, we got 22 Kentucky at home against 16 Mississippi State. This is going to be a good game. Um, the line has Mississippi State picked. I think Kentucky wins this. Um, and I hate to say that because I'm a Mike Leach fan. I like Mike. I like Mike a lot. I think he's one of the one of the great coaches of college football. Um, so it kind of pains me to say that, but I think Kentucky goes on and wins. Kentucky started out really good. Um, they went on the road at Florida and won. Um, and they didn't play anybody else. Uh, they played Youngstown State, and then they played Northern Illinois, got some wins, and then they lost at Oakland, or at Ole Miss, you know, by three points, and then they lost to South Carolina last week. Um, I think that uh, this is going to be a close game, but I think in the end, I think Kentucky's just a little bit better of a team. Uh, they just got a be- their record just isn't as good because they played two really good teams. Uh, moving on to the late game, we have USC Utah. Um, this can have big implications on who wins the Pac-12. Um, winner of this game probably wins the Pac-12. I think that USC is a good team. Um, they got a good. They have a. They have a strong quarterback. I think that he is kind of a little bit overhyped. I just. I think that you can just kind of question, you know, what he's doing with the ball at times, just like DJ Uangalale. Um you know, but USC has played some pretty decent teams. You know, Oregon State, Fresno State, Stanford, you know, who are they? You don't know. They're not really ranked, but, you know, those are still good teams. You can't just go at Oregon State. You know, they win by three. You know, that's a competitive game. Oregon State's not a bad team by any means. Uh, they're coming off a win versus Washington State. It was at USC, but still, you know, Washington State, still Washington State at the end of the day. Um, I, I think that USC is a good team. I like their coach. He's from right down the road from here. Um, but I, I really just think that Utah is going to be tough to beat. Utah plays pretty solid defense all the way around. They should have won in Florida to start the year. you know. But it's at Florida. That's a long way Utah to Florida. Um, you can think of anything else. Uh, the only other loss they have is at UCLA. Tough place to play again. They lost by 10. But they beat Oregon State, Arizona State, San Diego State, Southern Utah. Uh, they got a little bit of a tough schedule coming up. They got Washington State next week and then Arizona, which hasn't been super competitive as of late. And then, you know, later on they play Stanford and Oregon. But I really think that Utah could win this game. Uh, the spread has Utah being favorited because it's in Salt Lake City. Um, Going to be a little chilly. But I think that uh, – I think – I agree with the line here. I think Utah wins this game. Um, back to the uh, Clemson-Florida State game. Um, it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be one of the hottest games of the week, 70, 78 degrees. I'm sure it's going to be terribly humid too. Um, 
we'll go back. I want to resurface to the Penn State Michigan game. Um, I think that Penn State is a good a good team. They obviously, I mean, they the only true team that I think they've that's going to be kind of a testing stone to two teams is Purdue and uh, or stepping stone, not testing stone, stepping stone is uh, Purdue and Auburn. I think that Purdue is going to be competitive in the Big Ten, and Auburn. You know, they're an SEC school. Um, they're going to be competitive throughout the year. Their record might say a little different, but I think they're a good team. Um, and then they beat Northwestern 17 to 10. Um, I think that Penn State has a chance to uh, beat Michigan here, but I really just think at the end of the day, it comes down to Michigan just being a little bit better of a team. J.J. McCarthy's looked really good since taking over in week two, um, and they just haven't really looked back. I think that uh, Harbaugh's going to get that team going in the right direction here pretty quick. They just, I think so far you can't really validate them because of their schedule. Um, but that's that's the top 25 for this week. Um, I'm going to break it down a little bit better than that. I'm going to break it down kind of by conference, the big conferences anyway, um, starting off with the Big 12. Uh, right now we actually have a game, uh, Baylor and West Virginia, 44 seconds left, and it's tied 40 to 40. Um, that's going to be that's, – that's, that game is going to have big implications on the Big 12. Uh, I really hope to see West Virginia win that because, like I said, big Kansas fan, Kansas just – Kansas beat West Virginia. If, if West Virginia can go out and beat Baylor, that would be big. Um, um, going to the Big Ten, we got Nebraska Purdue. I think Purdue wins this game, and I don't think it's very close at all. Uh, Nebraska has just pretty much completely hit rebuild since firing Scott Frost. I um, I hope they can get Patterson, the old TCU coach, in there. I think he do big things for him, but um. Nebraska just just hasn't really hasn't really been in it yet this year. Um, they're two and one in the Big Ten, which is kind of crazy because they're tied for first. Um, but you know, like I said, I just don't think they're all that. And then we discussed Minnesota, Illinois. We've discussed Michigan, Penn State, uh, Maryland, Indiana. It's at Indiana. I still think Maryland's a better team. Um, Maryland's got a good roster. And they're they're on the they're on the come up. Uh, you know, the only the only two losses they have are to Purdue, who I think is going to do really good. The Big Ten and Michigan, who's probably going to end up winning the Big Ten if Ohio State does not. Um, but they beat Michigan State, and uh, you know they played close game with SMU. Uh, they they walked away from Buffalo and Charlotte both. But I think that Maryland, um, I think Maryland's a good team, and I think Maryland's going to win this game. Uh, Take Viola's uh, Tulia Take Viola's the quarterback for Maryland. And I think he's going to do a good job and put this game away early on. Um, the, the line has him 12-point favorites. I think that's pretty close to being about right. Um, another A good game is going to be Wisconsin versus Michigan State. Um, this is going to have big implications on the Big Ten. Michigan State really needs to get a win. They are 2-4 uh, and 0-3 oh in the Big Ten. I think that uh, Wisconsin is, is a decent team, and I think Michigan State's a better team than the record shows. Michigan State's kind of started off the year kind of tough. Um, they, they went on the road at, at Washington, then lost at home to Minnesota and Ohio State both. And then in between that, they lost on the road at Maryland. So they dropped four games in a row. Um, obviously, Ohio State's number three in the country. You know what they are. So you can't hold that loss against them. But I think uh, the Washington game, uh, I think they could have won that game. I did watch that game. I think Washington could have or shouldn't have ran away with it um, like they did. Uh, the Minnesota game, you know, losing 34-7. to all you can say is Minnesota got the best of them that day. Um, and then Maryland, you know, beats them by 14. 
So that's tough losses. They really need to bounce back win this week because they play Michigan next week. So and then right after that they play Illinois, and uh, then they have Rutgers, Indiana, and then Penn State at the end of the year. So Michigan State's got to get turned around pretty quick. They got a tough schedule coming up against them. Um, if they lose this game, they can probably probably won't have any kind of say in the Big Twelve or the Big Ten and how it turns out. Um, we'll go to the SEC. Let's go to the Pac-12 first. Actually, uh, we have Colorado and uh, California. Um, I think California is just going to kind of run away with this game. Colorado hasn't put up much effort in uh, in it this year. They're 0 and 5, 0 and 2 in the Big 12 or the Pac-12. They lost TCU, Minnesota, UCLA, Arizona, Air Force. Um, anytime you get beat by Air Force by 31, you know um, Air Force is a running team, obviously. So if that's your de- if that's your, not your defensive strength, you're going to have a hard game. But then you see them play against like TCU, who has a little bit of an air attack, um, and some West Coast teams in Arizona and UCLA. You got to think that those teams are passing the ball on them. And you got to think that, you know, they're just not playing solid defense. I think that, uh, you know, in, 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 the, in the TCU game, uh, they only, they, they didn't really pass the ball. That TCU didn't really pass the ball that well. So, uh, you know, they only had 138 passing yards. And while Colorado had 235 and they still lose by 25, they're just failing to convert big plays and get big plays. Um, T- I think that I just don't think they have a good run defense. Colorado does not, because um, TCU ran for almost 300 yards on them. Um, we'll check out the Arizona or the Air Force game. I, I I'm sure if TCU can run for 300 on you, then Air Force can run. On you. Yeah, Air Force ran for 435 yards. Um, that's that's tough, you know. You, you, and uh, Colorado had 111 rush yards, so you have a 300 yard difference in just rushing alone. Um, you know, that's not what you want to see at all. Like I said, Air Force doesn't pass the ball hardly at all. They had one for five passing for eight yards. Uh, when you got a QBR of 13, you're not looking good. And Colorado's quarterback was five for 21, QBR 4.7. Uh, that's just not good. That's just not good football. I, I think they'll get it turned around eventually, though, up at Colorado. Um, but like I said, I think California just wins this game. Um and then we got Arizona Washington. That's going to be a pretty good game. I I, I think it'll be it'll be a close start. And then I think one team's going to start pulling away with it. And I think it's going to be Washington. Um, Arizona's just kind of been building back a little bit. They have some decent wins though. Um, they have they have a win over San Diego State and North Dakota State, who's obviously F- FCS, but they're a good FCS program. Um, and even if it's a down year for North Dakota State, you still beat a, a good program. And then they have losses to uh, Oregon. California and uh, Mississippi State so they win one lose one win one lose one I think they're they might win this one you know if they go by their pattern here but uh you know like I said Colorado they are what they are and then Mississippi State you know they're a pretty good team and uh, they they unfortunately did lose to them and then Cal and and Oregon both beat them too Oregon's a pretty decent team Bo Nix really got turned around against Arizona last week so uh I think this could be a competitive game but I I think that Washington is going to win this one um, and then we got Stanford Notre Dame. I think this could be a pretty good game. It's at Notre Dame. I think I think Stanford's just kind of they're kind of building it back a little bit too this year. Um, they have some they have some decent competition that they lost to. You know they lost to number ten USC, number eighteen Washington, number thirteen Oregon, Oregon State by one point. Um, and then they beat Colgate, which you know beating Colgate, it it's good to have a win. That's all I can say. 
Um, but they have had some some pretty good games, some pretty close games with some good teams, and just unfortunately just couldn't put it together. Um, I don't know. I think that uh, I think in all honesty that Stanford isn't a bad team. So if Notre Dame doesn't play them close, that uh, Notre Dame could lose. You know, Notre Dame has given up some uh, big games this year, but I think what it comes down to is just. Um, Notre Dame playing Stanford like they're Stanford and not just looking at their record and looking through them or looking around them. I think they just got to go in, play a solid game, and I think they will. Um, I like Notre Dame in this game. The line says 17-point favorite for Notre Dame. I don't know if it's going to be that much of a win. I think Notre Dame probably wins by 10. Um, maybe, maybe 17. Um, we've discussed the US, USC and Utah game. Uh, then we got Washington State and Oregon State. I think this is going to be a really good game, and it's in – Corvallis, Oregon. Um, that's a good name. I like that name. Uh, I think Oregon State is a, is a solid team. I watched them early on in the year against Boise State, and they beat them by 17, and they went on and beat Fresno State. Um, and they beat Stanford and Montana State, and then they lost to Utah and USC, two solid teams that I, like, you know, we discussed them earlier. I think both, uh, I think the winner of that matchup wins the Pac-12. So losing to one of those teams, losing to both of those teams isn't that significant, I don't think. Um if they can beat Oregon, you know, they probably went out. If they can beat uh, Oregon and Washington State this week and then Oregon at the end of the year, which is a rivalry game, and it's at home. So I think they probably have a good shot to beat Oregon there. Um, I really, truly think that Oregon State probably wins this game just because it's at home. Washington State's a good team, but I think Oregon State's just home field advantage and everything is just going to play a part. Um, and Washington State's a good team too. They 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 uh, knocked off Wisconsin when Wisconsin was number nineteen, second week of the season, and then they lost to Oregon and they lost to USC. Um, I've talked a bunch about both of those teams, so I think that Washington's not a bad team. I just think Oregon State's just a little bit better. They play pretty good defense and they're pretty sound on offense, so I think that uh, that'll be good. Um, moving on to the SEC, uh, we got Arkansas and BYU. I think that could be a close game. I think it's going to be a really close game. Actually, in fact, the line says it's even um, and with an over and under of 67. So they think it's going to be a high-scoring game. You know, that's going to be pretty close, 34-33 or something like that. Um, and it's in Provo, Utah. Another fun name to say, like Corvallis. But uh, I think that, um, you know, I've watched Arkansas early on. KJ Jefferson is KJ Jefferson. He's good. But I, you know, BYU did beat Baylor, and uh, they played a, a tighter game with Notre Dame than most people probably would have figured. And then you know they get beat by 21 to Oregon. It is what it is. But at the end of the day, you got to you got to win those games. Um, and Arkansas, you know, they they beat Cincinnati, they beat South Carolina, and they beat Missouri State, and then they dropped three in a row. But the three in the row they're dropping to is 23 Texas A&M, two Alabama by 23 points. They lost to Texas A&M by two, and then they lose. At Mississippi State by 13, who was also ranked at that time at 23. Um, I think that Arkansas is going to actually win this game. I just like KJ Jefferson a lot. Um, I think they're going to start figuring it out a little bit on defense. They were kind of allowing a lot of points early on. Um, you know, in every game they've allowed over they've allowed over 20 uh, three points in every single game they played, um, and that's just, even to Missouri State. So I think they got to get their defense figured out just a little bit, and I think they'll be in shape. And I think they're going to do that this week in Provo. Uh, I think Arkansas is going to win that game. And then a good matchup for me, anyways, because uh, I uh, I really do like this 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 game. 
I think this is going to be a good game. It's Florida LSU, and it's in Gainesville. Um, it's going to be 80. It's going to be hot and humid, and uh, the crowd's going to be going, be going crazy. Um, I think that LSU is going to go in there, and I think LSU is going to upset them. And I'm not saying this because my wife's an LSU fan. I think that I think LSU is going to go in there, and I think they're going to beat them. And I think it's I think it's going to be a really good matchup. I think LSU is just going to finally get it figured out, get over that hump this week, and then just uh, just get a good solid win out of it. Florida has has a pretty decent schedule, um, strength of schedule. You know, they lost to Kentucky by ten. They lost to Tennessee by five. Played a close game when a lot of people didn't think that was going to be as close a game as it was. They beat Utah, who was preseason ranked number seven a lot of people say preseason rankings don't mean anything you don't they're just putting a number on a team you know but still utah is like i said i think they're going to win the pac 12 uh florida is a good team but i i truly think that lsu is just going to go in there and they're going to win this game um their coach is finally thinking i think he's coming around to the confidence level that he needs to be at um lsu has played florida state lost by one on a block um Extra point at the end of the game. Then they played Southern, beat the brakes off of them. Uh, played Mississippi State, beat the brakes off of them. Played New Mexico, gave them a schlacking. Played Auburn, beats them by four. And then they go well, last week and get torn apart by uh, Tennessee. But Tennessee, like I said, is a good team. Um, I think it's going to be a good game is what, I'm, is what I think. Um, Florida did beat or almost beat Tennessee. Um, and Tennessee played a really, um, how can I say this complete game against LSU, I guess you'd say, but I think that, uh, I think it's going to be, I think it's gonna be a good game, but like I said, I think LSU just got it. And then Mississippi State, Kentucky, we talked about that. We discussed that. Uh, we'll go to the mountain West just for a second. Uh, we'll go to the yeah mountain West. We'll be looking at that. Utah State, Colorado State. I think that Utah State's going to win this game. Uh, line says by 11. Uh, New Mexico, New Mexico State. This is going to be the funnest, most boring game probably in the nation. Uh, New Mexico is 2-4. and four. New Mexico State is 1-5. and five. This is the hometown team for me. Uh, I think, in all honesty, this is going to be a really close game is what I truly think. You know, New Mexico State hasn't really played a close game all year except for UTEP and Nevada. UTEP's, you know, what, 25, 30 miles away. That's kind of a robbery game. Then they go to the next week, get beat by 59 at Wisconsin. But they do beat Hawaii by 20, but Hawaii's kind of down. They lose to FIU, who was ranked as the worst team in college football. So, um, I don't know. I think New Mexico's got their program turned around a little bit. Um Coach G up there is is really good. Right now, we just took over as play caller, I believe, for the offense. He's a good. He's a he's a solid coach. He's he's a really smart young coach taking that role. Um, he comes from high school ball here in New Mexico. He he coached at a uh, uh, Rio Ranchers Cleveland High School. They won state last year, and he built a very very good program in his tenure at uh, at Cleveland High. And uh, you know, born and raised in Lovington. And uh, played with Brian Urlacher, the great, uh, the greatest Lobo in history <sighs> at Lovington when they were both in high school. I think that in all honesty, I think New Mexico wins this game. I think it could be a blowout. Um, the line says six and a half favorite for New Mexico. I think New Mexico is just a little bit better team than New Mexico State. I think New Mexico State's going to be down for a couple more years. But I think in the next couple years, New Mexico is going to be competitive in the Mountain West. Uh, we move on to Air Force and UNLV. 
I like UNLV in this one. It's at home. It's going to be a close game, though. It's, I think it's going to be a pretty good game. This one's going to make some of my friends mad from Fresno, California. But uh, San Jose State playing Fresno State. Fresno State has one win on the season. You heard that right. One win for Fresno State. Um, Fresno State has played some good teams. Um, unfortunately for them, they just have been, haven't been able to put it together. But the one the one game I wanted to discuss is the UConn game. You know, they lost 19-14 to 14 to UConn. UConn was uh, looked at as one of the worst teams in college football. Uh, coming into this game besides FIU and Hawaii and New Mexico State um, and they come in and they win um, oh this was a home game for the for UConn uh, so the, the Bulldogs go on the road and they lose this game and I don't really think that I really don't think that uh, Fresno State played real bad you know they had two turnover two uh, interceptions thrown um, I do believe their quarterback was hurt for this I think I think this is their backup um, that's going to play a big part in this game. Also, I really do want to say that he got hurt against USC. Hold on, let me look. Yeah, Jake Hayner got hurt against USC. So Logan Fife has been playing in spot of him. He's, he's, the, he's the second string quarterback. Um, I think that this is going to be a competitive game between San Jose State and Fresno State. But I, th I think at the end of the day, San Jose State is just going to be a little more complete team, a little more well-rounded team, and they're just going to, you know, they obviously have their starting quarterback who has has had a pretty decent season. Uh, you know, he, he's he's a pretty good-sized guy too, and he he's passed the rock pretty good. Um, he his QBR is a little bit down, but he hasn't thrown an interception all year. Only six touchdowns though. You can kind of look at that and say. But I don't think that uh, I don't think San Jose State's offense is the type of offense where you're going to have you know a 5,000 yard passing season. I just don't think that that's that's their brand of football, and that's okay with that. I'm I'm okay with that. You just got to find who you are and keep doing that. But you know, on the season, they don't have a bunch of rushing yards as a team. They don't they don't have a lot of things. But I, I what they do have, I think, is they just play solid football all the way around, and I think that's what they're going to have to do to win this game. Um, and I, I think they, I personally, I think they will do this. Um, they have pretty good defense for the, for the Mountain West. And, uh, I think they come out, I would say like with a seven point win, maybe, uh, they the line says eight and a half point favorite. So, uh, and then we have Nevada, Hawaii. I think, I think Nevada wins this game. I think it, I mean, Hawaii's not, I don't, I mean, I don't hate to dog on anybody, but you know, Hawaii's kind of in a down year right now. And I think that Nevada um, is looking all right. Um, I don't think they're too bad, actually. I could be wrong. I was looking at. I was trying to look to see who their quarterback was. Huh. Okay. There's a lot of quarterbacks in the Mountain West from Hawaii. I didn't know that. That is interesting. That don't play for Hawaii. Uh, so we're gonna go to the. We go to the American. Um, we had a game yesterday. UFC, UCF, UFC, UCF won seventy to thirteen over Temple. Um, I probably would have picked UCF in that game, but seventy to thirteen, I probably wouldn't pick that. Um, on Friday night, we have Navy versus SMU in Dallas at SMU. I think that SMU is going to win this game. Um, I've seen SMU play a couple games this year, and. Uh, I think it could honestly be a pretty close game. The line says negative 12 and a half favorite for SMU. 
could be could be a little bit better of a game than that, but I don't know. Uh, moving on to Saturday, we got Tulane, South Florida. I think Tulane wins this. Tulane's not a bad football team, and I think it's going to come to fruition if they're not. They uh, they beat UMass, Alcorn State, um, Kansas State, Houston, and East Carolina, who almost beat North Carolina State to start the year. Um, Houston's a pretty good team, too. Um, Kansas did beat Houston, um, and Tech did lose to Houston, just for reference out there. Um, Southern Miss did beat Tulane, though. I think that was kind of a fluke game on their part. I think Tulane's a little better team than that game showed. I did watch that game. Uh, I think that I I think Tulane wins this game pretty. I think it's gonna be pretty lopsided too. It's in Tampa, Florida. It's gonna be hot, so hopefully Tulane coming from uh, Louisiana can be prepared for that weather. Um, and then moving on to the late game, we got Memphis East Carolina. I think this is gonna be a great game. I think it's gonna be one of the best games of the weekend. Uh, maybe if not LSU, um, Florida, or uh, Alabama Tennessee. I think this game's gonna be. I think this game's gonna be right up there with them. And I think it's going to be pretty close. I think it's going to be one of the closer games of the week. Uh, but I like Memphis in this game. I think Memphis is a little, just a little bit more physical than East Carolina State. Um, East Carolina State is a physical team, though. I'm not saying they're not. I just like Memphis in this. Memphis gave Houston as much as a run for their money as they could have. And then they, they the only other loss is the Mississippi State. But I think that I think this is a really good football team, and I think they're about to prove that whenever they go um, – to Greenville, North Carolina, and beat East Carolina. But, you know, East Carolina, they lost to Tulane. You know, like I said, they lost to Navy. They lost to NC State by one point. They beat Old Dominion, Campbell, and South Florida. Um, I think that East Carolina is a good team. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be like a three, four-point game. Um, the line says five-point favorite for East Carolina. Um, but I think Memphis wins this. Um, let's see, what else do I want to cover? I don't know a lot of other teams. Oh, we'll look at the ACC. I don't know how I missed that. We got Michigan, Virginia Tech. I think this is going to be a solid game. It's going to be a good game. It's going to have a little bit of everything in it. And I think Miami is going to go to Blacksburg and they're going to win this game. I think it's going to be a close game, though. Um, I'd say... I think Miami probably wins by a touchdown, maybe two, um, seven, ten points, somewhere in that. And the line says seven-point favorite for Miami. Um, and then we have we have NC State, Syracuse, already covered them. Clemson, Florida State, already covered that. And then we have North Carolina Duke. If this was basketball, we'd have the Duke crazies already camping out at Durham because this game is a home game for Duke. Um, I think Duke's a, a, a decent team. I think they're going to turn around a little bit. They're kind of in the same boat as Kansas. You know, Kansas did beat them close game uh, late in the fourth quarter. Kansas sealed it off with a um, interception by Kobe Bryant, which is kind of a crazy stat or crazy thing to think about. Uh, Duke and Kansas, both blue blood college basketball teams, and now they're duking it out. And no pun intended, they're duking it out in football. And uh, Duke is. Um, driving to go tie up the game and they uh fourth down i think it was like a fourth and seven they throw the ball um and it's a it's a 50 50 ball and the cornerback comes down with his name happens to be kobe bryant so the game just kind of wrapped around basketball you know kobe being an absolute legend in basketball and these two schools being absolutely legendary basketball schools i think it was kind of crazy to see that come to fruition it's just kind of a weird thing to see but uh i think uh i think north carolina's quarterback drake may is a sleeper for the Heisman. He has played really good football throughout the year. 
and I think that they're going to play a decently close game for the first half of this, and I think North Carolina State might edge out Duke, but I really want to see Duke win this game. Um, I really do, and I think and the line says seven-point favorite for North Carolina. It, I, I like both teams. I like Mac Brown, and I like Duke for being Duke. Um, that's all you can ask for, really. So in Conference USA, we have UTSA at FIU. Um, U, uh, UTSA looked really good at the end of last year. They uh, they were really putting it together, and I think they're going to continue to do that this year. Um, they have two losses in non-conference play. They're 2-0 and in Conference USA, and I think that they uh, they win this game pretty handedly down in Miami against FIU. Um, then we move. That's on Friday, October 14th at 6 p.m. on CBS Network, Sports Network. And I think that's going to be a, a, a decent showing of UTSA, flex their muscles a little bit. Um, and then on Saturday, we have Charlotte UAB. Um, I think UAB wins this game pretty good. UAB is bouncing back from not having a program, you know, just a couple years back. And they're really making a comeback strong at the Conference USA. And then we move on to Western Kentucky, Middle Tennessee. I think this is going to be a pretty close game. It's at Johnny Red Floyd Stadium down there in Muffreys. Burrow, Tennessee. Say that ten times fast. Murph, Breezeboro, Tennessee. Um, I think that Middle Tennessee State, or Middle Tennessee, my bad. Middle Tennessee probably wins this game. Um, line says Western Kentucky, but I like Middle Tennessee in this one. Um, and then we move on to Louisiana Tech at North Texas. I think Louisiana Tech is a, is a pretty decent team for what they are. Law Tech is, they'll always kind of give you a run for your money. But I like North Texas in this game, and, the, and so does the betting line. Um, then we move on to the afternoon game. We got Rice, Florida, Atlantic. Um, I don't really know either one of these teams super good to really comment on them. So we're going to go ahead and tell, they can get their schedule. Rice played USC, McNeese, Louisiana. Uh, Houston and UAB. They did beat UAB, who I just complimented. Um, and then Florida Atlantic played Charlotte, lost to Ohio, or beat Charlotte, lost to Ohio, beat Southeastern Louisiana, probably FCS school. Uh, UCF, Purdue, and North Texas all gave them an L. I think this is going to be a closer game than what people might predict at first, just uh, on paper, because when I first seen this, I thought FAU would probably win this. I think Rice might go down the to Boca Raton, Florida, and win this game. Uh, my pick's on Rice here. The The Lion likes Florida Atlantic by four, but I think this is going to be a pretty close game. Um, so that's kind of it for this week um, as far as football goes. Now for the second part of this show, um, we're going to talk a little bit about leather work and uh, stuff that might pertain to that because that's what I do for a living. Um, that's how I make my day money, as they say. Um, I run a business called Squiggly Cactus Leather Co. Um, based right here out in New Mexico. And, um, you know, that's just what I've been doing. I've been trying my best at it for about two years now. I've been in business. Um, I can make just about anything. And uh, I'll have some more guests on this show, hopefully, within the future, within the next couple of weeks and throughout the future. Maybe we can get this thing really rolling. I can bring some people in. Um, I can get some people chatting with me about it, both on the football side of it and the, the leatherwork side of it. I, I got some really good friends on both sides. I got some sports broadcasters. I got some good coaches that are friends of mine. And uh, I have phenomenal leatherwork friends. 
um, that both live in the area and, you know, throughout the country and world. Um, so that's just a little bit about myself, and this is kind of what this show is going to be about. I'm going to try to get two episodes out a week, um, at least five to six episodes out a month. And, uh, you know, I'm going to try to get a, a once a week kind of football prediction, talk about sports, hot topics, stuff like that. Um, this is Thursday, probably Sunday. I'll have another one, maybe breaking down some some open coaching spots and some stuff like that and who I think is going to land those spots and who would be the best fit for those spots. Um, so once we uh, once I get everything a little bit more figured out with this whole podcast thing, I can maybe do that. And uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, if you've stayed this long, I really appreciate you um, watching, supporting. You know, leave a like, leave a comment. I want to see who's who's this reaching. Um, so if this is something that you're interested in, or you have a topic, or you want to be on the show, just and you know me, let me know. Um, if you don't know me and you're watching this and you want to be on the show, um, I'll put my uh, my contact information in the description, and you can uh, DM me on Instagram or, or reach out to me on some sort of social media. All my social media is just quickly Cactus Leather Co. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll link something in there, and you can reach out to me on there. And if you uh, whether it be football, leather work, or you have something else you want to talk about. Like I said, I'm going to be doing some basketball later on when it comes to basketball season. Um, I'm not going to cover NBA. I'm not going to cover really NFL. Um, we might discuss it here and there, but it's not going to be a major topic by any means. Um, if you have any questions or, you know, like I said, you have any, you want me, you want to help uh, get this thing kind of rolling or you want to be on the show, just let me know. And uh, I'd be more than happy to help to, to work with somebody and get some help from some people. Um, so if you have any ideas, just, you know, hit me up and I'd be willing to help it out and everything. And I think before the end of the year, I'm going to have a special guest. Um, I call him my boss. He is one of the best refs in the state of New Mexico. Um, that's another side job that I have. I am a, I am a NFHS registered official for the NMOA um, through New Mexico to ref high school. Um, and anything lower, JV, junior high, um, football. And uh, I'm trying to start my collegiate career in the CFO. And uh, so I'm going to have some different perspectives on things because I have a different perspective than most people have ever seen. Um, I'll try to get some coaches on. And uh, and that's another thing. If you want a ref, you want a coach, um, now's the time. Uh, there's not a single sport that doesn't need a coach. There's not a single sport that doesn't need a ref. So if you've ever thought about it or if you've ever thought about coaching and you don't know where to start, um, the best way to learn is know the rules, know what your players can do, know what you can do, know what you can't do, know what you shouldn't do, know what it's like to be a young ref, um, you know, with a lot of pressure in a big game. And I'm not saying when you first start ref and you're going to get big games, but every game is a big game whenever you're first starting out. So if, if that's something that interests you, um, hit me up, reach out. I can get you signed up even if you're out of state. I can try to get you in contact with uh, whoever runs your state association and uh, we can get things rolling on that. And then if you want to coach, um, you know, there's a lot of coaching positions open throughout the, throughout the country, especially in this area. There's a lot of coaches. There's still some, some spring sports looking for coaches I've seen recently. So if, you, if that's something that interests you, and you would like to learn more, I can do what I can to help you in any way, then please reach out to me and I'll try to do what I can. Um, but for now, this is going to be the first episode of the Squiggly Cactus Show. Um, thank you for sticking along this long. I just like to talk. I'll rant all day. We're about 45 minutes. 
Um, this is probably about as long as they'll be from now on. Uh, I'm going to try to get them on Spotify. I'm going to try to get them on uh, Apple Music. They'll be on YouTube for now. Thank you for uh, sticking it out with me. And uh, so long, people. Thank you.